Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so looking forward to diving in with you today around three central pillars that really pull through all of the work that I do in all of my containers, in all of my masterminds. It's really based on these three pillars because for me, from my journey and from being on this journey for over 15 years now, getting the foundations in order is absolutely crucial in order to create something that not only feels true for you, but that is sustainable and that is fulfilling. Because here's the thing, a lot of the time when I begin to speak with potential clients, they find themselves at a crossroads where they don't actually feel like they know who they are or even know what it is that they want. And how can we create something that even begins to bring us bliss, joy, fulfillment, happiness, if we don't actually know who we are, what our needs and desires are, and what would even be fulfilling to us. And this concept really came to me over seven years ago when I started on my Reiki journey. I'd just come out of my first ayahuasca ceremony where I was shown that this was a huge part of my path, was guiding women to actually learn how to heal themselves through hands-on healing and through weaving in other modalities. And this sense of self-connection and clearing was so, it, it was so foundational in what really landed with me was this nugget, which is how can we begin to get clarity on who it is that we desire to become, what it is that we want to create, what would be fulfilling to us if we are holding on to things that no longer serve us, if we're holding on to things from the past that are holding us back. This can be trauma with a big T or a little T. This can be limiting beliefs. This can be stories that we grew up absorbing as little children and just taking it on as truth when it's not. The clearing work is pillar number one that I want to dive into you, dive in with you to today. Doing the clearing, and this leads into the Reiki journey because you may have experienced it yourself where there are a lot of healers who have the most beautiful intentions of really helping others, and yet they are still holding on to a lot themselves. And again, in that first ayahuasca journey, it was this real strong message of you get to be clear before you do this for others, that you get to take full responsibility for what it is that you get to clear and that you get to let go of before you fully step into this role. And this is something that I see as integral to all all of us, each and every one of us, because it doesn't matter if you are a mom, a CEO, 
an entrepreneur, a sister, a lover, we are all leading in one form or the other. In my eyes, I see that we're all born as leaders, that we are all leaders, that we are all sovereign beings. And that's another way for me that I see um, I see leadership is actually reclaiming our power, stepping back into that sovereignty. To me, we're all born leaders. And a leader does get to take full responsibility for the way that they show up, for the way that they communicate, for the way that they manage their emotions, for the way that they manage their energy. And so in doing this clearing work, we actually get to really dive in deep to see where it is that gets to be cleared what part of it. And I always say to people that I work with, if you're not sure around what it is that gets to be cleared, start with what triggers you, right? Start with what are the things that you find yourself judging or criticizing about others or getting really triggered and fired up about. Now, This isn't always the case, okay, because sometimes we can get really fired up about something because it is a boundary that has been crossed and that's something different. And as I always like to say, there are so many different nuances within this scope of clearing. But really, it comes with taking full responsibility, taking radical ownership and having the emotional intelligence to actually understand what is yours and what is not. Because again, a lot of the beautiful women that I work with, they have huge, huge, huge hearts. They're incredibly empathetic people. They're incredibly sensitive to other people's emotions. And so they can quite often take on that people-pleasing tendency. And I can relate to this because that was definitely a huge part of my journey. I was definitely avoidant of conflict as much as possible. I didn't want to be in conflict. I found it incredibly uncomfortable. And so quite often I would mold myself to appease others so that I was more likely, more, less likely to be in conflict with anyone or to be in anyone's bad books. There was this real fear around being told off. And so I really took on that um, mask of the good girl. But the truth is doing the clearing work not only brings you grounded back into your power, But what is the byproduct of that is actually getting clear, super clear on what it is that you want, what it is that lights you up, what it is that feels so true to who you were born here to be. And that, my loves, is the second pillar, clarity, 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 clarity. When you're someone who knows that you're here for something big, when you know that your soul came here for growth, as many of you are who come into my world, because this is such a core foundational value of mine is continual growth, both spiritually, 
professionally, personally, growth in all areas for me is so, such a huge value of mine. And so when you are here for massive growth, there are going to be many deaths and many rebirth portals, right? Because you are not the same person. There's no way that you can be the same person as you were four months ago, a month ago, a year ago, six years ago. It's just not possible when you know that you're here for something big and when you know that your soul came here for growth. And so this piece around clarity isn't something that you just do once. It gets to be revisited over and over and over again, because as you connect even deeper to the truth of who you are, to your own source of power, to your own inner wisdom, the clarity will evolve with that. So it's like this this kaleidoscope where you're constantly finding a new range of clarity that is realigning to the truth that you have now connected with as you go along your evolutionary path, right? As you go on that journey of continual self-discovery and understanding. Clarity really True clarity for me, what I believe and what I teach is born from the clearing. Because when we are living based off other people's terms and conditions, whether that's societal norms, whether that's cultural or within our family or within whatever dynamic that we find ourselves in, our sense of clarity or desire in the direction that we want to go in and in the person that we believe we want to be is going to be affected by that, right? There's going to be that rub off, that osmosis effect that is going to seep in. So the further we are able to do the clearing of what is not ours, right, of what may have been placed upon us, the terms and conditions, the more that we can clear that, the more deeper the clarity becomes in terms of really being true to ourselves. And so the clarity is the byproduct. And I find that a lot of the time people are trying to find the clarity by being in the head, right? Trying to figure it all out, trying to know all of the twists and turns that are going to come ahead and trying to reverse engineer it all. Now, yes, there is a time and place for that. I love strategy. I love reverse engineering stuff. Totally valid and has its place. But when we go foraging for clarity from that place of the external trying to go in, that is going to lead us to making decisions that are from the head, which is going to keep us in repeated circles and patterns. And maybe you've experienced this, right? Maybe there was an opportunity and you were in your analytical mind and you were rationalizing it and thinking about it from all the angles and you decided that, yes, this was right. It was right because you'd, you'd 
thought about it. It was a decision made from the head and it seemed like the great idea. So you go ahead with that and you know what? Maybe for the first month, it's great. Maybe for the first month, it's like, yes, this was exactly what I needed. Month two, month three, month six passes and now the novelty has worn off. And now you find yourself in exactly the same situation, feeling unfulfilled, feeling like this isn't really true for you all over again. This is what I call creating, well, making decisions from the head versus the body versus the heart. And the head and the thought patterns and the processes that are taking you to that decision is the same head, is the same thought processes, is the same patterns and beliefs that got you to this point in time already. So the fact that we think that we can go back to the head to create a different outcome, to me is crazy, is ridiculous, because it's what has got us to this point in time. And if we're not happy with where we are at this point in time, then we do get to approach things from a different lens, from a different approach, from a different perspective. And this is really the power of doing the clearing because it actually connects you back with your body. It connects you back into your intuition. It connects you back into your inner wisdom and your inner gnosis. And that is where you can get the true clarity So that when you make a decision, you know it is making a decision from your highest self, from the version of you who you're stepping into through embodied decision making versus making decisions based off your past experiences and the past version of yourself. Okay, so the third pillar that I go through And it's so foundational. And again, is the natural byproduct of the clarity is creation, right? You know that you're here to create something huge. Now, you may not know what that is, and that is totally all good, right? It's part of the journey of life that as we go along the journey, there will be this like unraveling, this, 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 stripping away and this unveiling that happens along that path when you understand what it is to keep an eye out for when you when you know what to look for when you feel the hit when you feel the pull when you feel the excitement these are all cues to lead you into what it is that you're here to create and creation to me is so foundational to feeling connected, fulfilled, powerful, claiming back our power as women, as beings on this earth, not just women, but really stepping back into our own sovereignty is creating for ourselves, creating for ourselves from a place of service versus creating because we want to feel significant, two very, very, very different energies. Now, when we are, again, on this journey of growth, when we know that we're continually evolving, what we want to create 
is going to continually evolve. So to think that we can just be content with one creation that we were maybe so super, super passionate about even one year ago, being okay to go back through that portal of death and rebirth to rebirth something new, to rebirth something that now lights you up, that now feels even more in alignment with the version of yourself that you are today. So I see this a lot with beautiful businesswomen or entrepreneurs who have created a business, who have created a career that they once would have dreamt of being in. And yet now they find themselves in that position where they just don't feel that connection with it anymore. It just doesn't feel aligned with their truest self anymore. And so they know this because it can start to feel heavy. It can start to feel like a chore. It can feel like this is boring. You know, it's not engaging anymore. And those are all signs that it's time for something new to be created, right? It's time for the pivot. It's time for your next evolution. And a lot of the time, there can be a lot of fear around letting go because we feel like we've worked so hard to get to this point and we, what, we just have to let it all go. But it's really coming with the understanding that those tools and what got you to that point is never lost. It is going to be the very nutritious soil from which the new foundations are going to be laid upon, right? Nothing is ever wasted on your journey. There is no mistakes why you have already accumulated these tools and these practices and this knowledge along the way to now bring you to this point where you get to now create something even greater than you could have ever imagined. And in the creation process, what I love so much about it is it is this weaving and this dance between the masculine and feminine energy, because we do need to have both. And again, a huge part of my journey was really understanding how to actually merge the two. How do I merge the two? Because I definitely did this pendulum swing where I was way over in my masculine, and then I burnt out and had three chronic illnesses before the age of 27 and then pendulum swung all the way into the feminine and realized like, my God, you can't just be going with the flow and you can't just always follow your bliss and your excitement. Like this isn't working either. And so bridging the two and creation is what we're here to do, right? It doesn't matter what that creation is. For some of you, it's creating lots of beautiful babies and that is creation. For some of you, it's creating art, it's creating a business, it's creating an empire, it's creating a community, it's creating a tribe. Whatever it is, creation is so innate and foundational to us as beings in this lifetime. And so what I'm about is people creating what feels true for them. And so when we dive into unraveling the creation process, it's all about unlocking what is your unique magnetism? 
What is your unique superpower? Because your uniqueness is your superpower. And a lot of people can feel like, I don't know what's unique about me. Maybe there isn't anything unique about me. And that's simply not true. And so we go through these very um, detailed processes to actually unlock and tap into that for you. And it's just so incredible seeing people get excited and lit up around actually just how possible it is for them to create a life that is so in alignment with who it is that they desire to become, what it is that they want to create, and also how all of that aligns with the kind of lifestyle they want to live. Because that's so important, right? If for you, spending time with your family is really important, then the way that you create and what it is that you, how it is that you actually structure that is going to be totally different to someone who maybe loves um, networking, loves being at events and actually wants to travel a lot two very different lifestyles and there is no right or wrong. This is why it's all about coming back to what feels true for you and then feeling that you get to give it to yourself. So if you are wanting to really dive into these three pillars, if you're wanting to get super clear in 2023 on what it is that you desire to create and who it is that you desire to become, I am opening the doors to a very special mastermind called Magnetic Leadership Mastermind at the end of April. Applications are open. I will drop the application in the show notes. Otherwise, feel free to send me a DM and let me know what it is that you want to create, who it is that you desire to become, and we can talk all things mastermind. I also have one spot opening up for my private mentorship for six months at the end of April as well. Again, you can send me a DM if you want that spot for April. Sending you so much love and let me know what landed for you. Let me know what resonated with you. And of course, if you have any questions, I always love hearing that too. Wishing you the most beautiful evening and sending you so much love. I'll speak to you soon.